Get ready, people, for the show that's all about crypto with blockchain expert, entrepreneur, and day trader, also founder and CEO of Digital Currency LLC, your host of Cryptocurrency Now, Jeffrey Bitten, a.k.a. Coin Gorilla, with co-host, comedian Jim Heath. Welcome to the Cryptocurrency Now podcast. I am Jim Heath, hanging here with... Jeffrey Baton, Coin Gorilla. <laughs> How you doing, Jeffrey? Good, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm having a crazy, crazy busy day, and... You know, in the world of podcasting, I guess I'm doing pretty good. So awesome. excited about episode number episode number three here. And uh, what do we have on the show today? We're going to try out our new format. we got a bunch of uh, good things going on, new segments for everybody. We're going to go into some into a segment called Crypto Basics. We also have a segment called CoinWatch, to be or not to be, which is actually just crypto news, which goes on good things happening in the crypto world and negative things that could affect the crypto market. Fact or fiction, throw a little trivia out there for everyone, you know, keep it fun. And uh, we definitely right. got, we yeah. have that two minute, I think it's Dr. Evil today. Yeah, you're going to have a phone call from Dr. Evil. This is, you know, I think, I, you know, it, it was not easy getting him on the show, but he absolutely wanted to interact with the coin gorilla. All right, that sounds great. Well, listen, let's kick it off by talking about crypto basics. Why don't you uh, give us a rundown? Crypto Basics, breaking down the basics of crypto. Crypto Basics. Okay, so I'm going to talk to everyone just the most basic of things. Basically, today we're going to go into wallets, uh, how to keep your Bitcoin or cryptocurrency safe. As everybody knows, Bitcoin itself is extremely secure. So as far as technicals, Bitcoin money basically comes wrapped in a safety deposit box. So... It's very, very secure. You can go ahead and store your your coins on a service like Coinbase or CEX.io, CoinGorilla.com when we get up. <laughs> but uh, basically, there's a bunch of other ways where you can keep your coins safe, uh, stored off the blockchain and even off the net. So I'm going to go into those bills. As you know, Jim, you know, Bitcoin is pretty much, a, we can call it cash on the Internet. So by that being said, just like your physical wallet you have in your pocket, you have to physically keep it safe because once it's gone, you can't retrieve it. You can't get it back. So you can go ahead and, and get a wallet and keep track of your public key and your private key. Think of your public key as like a deposit slot for your safety deposit box where anyone can give you Bitcoin. And then your private key is the secret way to open that box that only you know. So basically, that's a good way to keep your coin safe off the net. There's a bunch of wallets out there. I'm not going to go do some research, please. And I'd stick to the foundations themselves. They have a bunch of links for great wallets. I'd also look into something called Ledger. Or Ledger is basically an off, which we call in the industry, a cold storage wallet. So it's off the internet where all your coins will be stored. You physically need to keep track of that unit and you'll have a private key. You'll be able to go ahead, access your coins and only you will be able to access your coins. So I okay. yeah. personally love that option. It's like throwing your wallet in a safety deposit box basically. And if okay. you keep your code safe and you know where your, 
your Ledger Nano is or whatever device you have storing your Bitcoins, you're good to go. And yeah, uh, basically the way people's coins get hacked right now, the coins or the wallets themselves don't get hacked. It's basically been the exchanges that have been the victims of hackings, which in turn all the customers' wallets are on there. So that's how the funds have been taken. Another way is when people just go ahead and literally send coins to some scam or, you know, some ICO right. claim to come out and are they those, just send it. Quick question. Are those uh, coins insured if somebody were to hack into the exchange? So as of now, I do know Coinbase itself is insured by Lloyds of London. I'm not sure up to the total amount, but uh, Lloyds of London is huge. <laughs> They're out of as you could guess, London, England, and uh, they're yeah, known to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. familiar with them. They're, uh, they uh, insure celebrities' hands and, you know, you know just uh, singers' voices, I've heard even, you know, should be uh, be crazy. And I'd seen that uh, they insured Sean Connery for a movie that was uh, several million dollars, you know, for insuring him. And he, wow. You know, he just, uh, you know, ponied up. Uh, actually, the, the, the production company is the one that pays that because they don't want their uh, their board to get uh, harmed in any way. That's for sure. So <laughs> Not the Connery, no. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's talk more crypto basics. Yeah. So, so, so. yeah. So, uh, good question. I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Jim. So, yeah, apparently your funds are um, insured up to a certain amount. And, yeah, like you said, Lloyds of London does, does all kinds of oddball insurance policies, and they're very well known in the industry. So I'd say Coinbase is a good one. Okay. But like anything, don't put all your beans or your apples in one basket. You know what I mean? Don't have all your funds. Think of Coinbase as like your online banking where if someone has access to that or your computer somehow or your password, they can literally transfer your funds in seconds. Once they're gone, they're gone. If the exchange gets hacked, that's another thing. But for instance, it's not like a credit card where me and you, if I sent you a credit card payment and later on something happened, I received a product and it wasn't suitable or damaged or whatever i have a recourse with the credit card company i can go ahead and stop payment you know do whatever on that end as far as cryptocurrency it's once it's sent it's like cash it's gone unless that person wants to give it back to you you're not getting it back so please everyone just just be aware of that keep your cryptocurrency safe just as you would in your wallet just just keep an eye on your money make sure who you're paying or what you're using your funds for what websites you're going to purchase stuff with crypto there's a lot of dummy sites also that you know show items for sale you go ahead and pay and nothing comes in the mail so be aware of that as well people but you know what that happens on ebay all the time it does with it just does. Re- with regular cards it does i've 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 bought things and just the item that showed up was not what I bought and it was or if anything showed up it was a scam, you know. Right. There's just all kinds of ways you know of people getting taken in this. You know, you can order something from Amazon, it's put on your front porch and it's taken. And yeah, it's just uh, you know, and there I know there's recourses for that, but it's you know it it's just everywhere. So it's not you know isolated with cryptocurrency. You know, you've got scams all kinds of places. It's just part of doing business. You're right. And also, yeah, just like Jim said, uh, do your due diligence. Just be aware, you know, do your research reviews, everything. But uh, yeah, basically, fellas, keep your your cryptocurrency safe. Get on a trusted exchange. Put part of your funds there. Try to get a cold storage wallet. That's the best way. Keep your uh, password, your private key. 
secret, and you should be good. Okay, let's move on to CoinWatch. This is where the Coin Gorilla is going to break down the three hottest coins and best performance of the previous week. Let's do it, Jeffrey. CoinWatch, giving you the lowdown on the hottest performing coins. All right, so yeah, people. So as everyone knows, I or doesn't know, but I'm a huge day trader, or I should say I was ever since I started dealing with the digital currency LLC and getting the exchange launched and all this. I've just, you know, been on the weekly status. Just want to give everyone a, a rundown of the three hottest coins of last week and give you kind of breakdown of what profits you could have made if you held and where you could have bought and sold. Here we go. So coin number three is Ethereum. Now, Ethereum was has a coin market cap seventy point one billion and is currently number two on coinmarketcap.com. If you would have went ahead and bought Ethereum on April sixteenth, the price was five hundred and five dollars for one Ethereum. The price on April twenty fourth, uh, time of recording, was seven hundred and eight US dollars. That's a twenty percent wow. gain in a week. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, and I know you're not a big crypto guy, Jim, but I, I, I know you know profits and money. And just Absolutely. if you would have put yeah, $10,000, you could have made $2,000 in one week if you would have just been keeping an eye on the markets, known when, when its highs and its lows were, done your research, you know, check your graphs. Uh, you could have definitely done well. And I have to say, like, there's a lot of people that want to get rich quick on that one coin, one day, make those huge profits. I always do a slow and steady. Even if I'm day trading, I have a part of my trades where I do a slow and steady on a weekly kind of kind of basis where um, I try to get returns. So I advise, you know, I advise everyone to do their research and just go ahead. We'll, we'll jump into coin number two, which is Ripple. Now, Ripple is a controversial coin. There's people that love it or hate it. Either way, from a business standpoint, I'm just going to be talking about profits that could have been earned from Ripple last week. It currently has a coin market cap of $36.5 billion, which is half of Ethereum's, and is currently ranked number three on coinmarketcap.com. April 16th, if you would have bought in, you could have got it at $0.67. Cents. Today's price, April 24th, at time of recording, was $0.93. Cents. So in a week, you roughly could have made 30% gains on your money, so do you recommend is, like newbies buying Ripple? I mean, people that are just don't have a lot of cash right now. If you want to just dabble in cryptocurrency, would Ripple be a good one to play around with? I mean, it's not very it, expensive, so it's not very expensive. And we'll go into this in a, on another episode. But there's a lot okay. of technicals right. involved as far as a coin circulating supply. What is the market cap? What the trends are? There's a bunch of factors. We'll, we'll delve into that. And a little disclaimer, people. I hold most of these coins that I speak about, but none of this is financial advice. We're just kind of giving you history and data that's publicly available. We're just letting you know what I've been looking at this last week and what I've seen as far as gains. But I definitely suggest everyone to please go ahead and do your homework and pick a few coins and try to delve into coins for the newbie that are true and tested that have been around for a while that you can go ahead and research the trends and the history of how that coin has been performing. But that's a great question, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ripple's, Ripple's huge. Now, drum roll number one, which this is huge for me. <laughs> Another controversial coin, Jim, Bitcoin Cash. Again, people love it or hate it. There's a community behind it. It's definitely a force. So, we're going to mention it. 
Bitcoin Cash is currently has a coin market cap of twenty five point nine billion and is number four on CoinCap.com. April sixteenth, if you wanted to buy one Bitcoin Cash, that would have cost you seven hundred and fifty dollars. Today, April twenty fourth, the current price is fourteen hundred and sixty seven dollars. Which is Incredible. basically 100% profit. You could have turned 10 into 20 in a week just by knowing when to get in, when to get out. And I mean, mm. those are huge gains for anyone. I That's mean, incredible. Yeah, your $100 could have turned into two, $1,000 could have turned into 2000 I mean, those gains are, are crazy. And let, let's talk about this for a quick second, Jim. So, Bitcoin Cash, people will know what I'm talking about here in the market. Bitcoin Cash has generally been 10% of its parent coin, Bitcoin, since its inception. It's generally stayed. So, for instance, Bitcoin has been at 15,000. Bitcoin Cash generally was at 1,500. It stayed about 10% of Bitcoin's price. For some reason, and I'm not sure why, it has outpaced its parent and is now just up past way 10%. So that this is something I'd keep an eye on. If, I mean, if it keeps going at this pace, Bitcoin Cash could definitely be a huge, huge winner this year. So I definitely tell people to keep an eye on these coins. And there's a bunch more we'll get into next week. But um, yeah, Jim, Excellent. those are the three. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break. We're going to have a commercial here on the uh, cryptocurrency now. So uh, we'll be right back. We're back with Cryptocurrency Now. Jim Heath hanging here with the Coin Gorilla. Yes, hello, hello. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to a segment here called To Be or Not To Be. To Be or Not To Be. Covering the latest crypto news, regulations, and trends globally. And we call it that because, as everybody knows, people in the world are saying, oh, is Bitcoin going to stay? Is blockchain technology here to go? So we'll delve into the news that is either positive or negative that has an effect on the industry. So um, let's delve in. All right. First story here. Bitcoin.com reports that 20% of financial institutions examining starting cryptocurrency trading soon. The cryptocurrency trading market is about to receive an influx of more big banks, hedge funds, and other financial institutions within the next few months to a year. A new survey shows while most are keeping quiet in the public about their crypto plans, many are preparing to enter the field. Now, it's not a secret. There's a lot of big players that recently got into to the industry, Jim. So George Soros, which I'm sure you heard of, is a huge billionaire. That guy is like 85 years old. He's a straight billionaire. Also... The Rockefellers just allowed their fund, their their lead hedge fund manager, to go ahead and research delving into crypto as well. Now, you know, Jim, when when a company like like that says they're delving into research, that means that they've had tons of think tanks and meetings on the subject. And I, I mean, it's not just their oh, we're going to go take a look at it. It's they've been looking at it. So so this is great news. It that says they went ahead and did a certain. Yeah, uh, it says they went ahead and did a survey of uh, over 300,000 financial professionals working in the asset management, hedge funds, and other institutions, and that was what they came up with. All these people are trying to delve in. Goldman Sachs has been setting the stage, it says. Wow. 
So, I mean, these are, these are big people. And you have to admit, when we're talking big companies and financial institutions, Jim, I mean, I'm not sure what it is, but it's about a trillion dollars in cryptocurrency right now. That's just something the financial institutions can't ignore, you know? Well, if you've got Goldman Sachs taking a look at it, it's just more legitimate, you know? Oh, yeah. Mainstream financial institutions coming around. Especially the ETF funds came out a while back, which legitimized it. It suppressed the price of Bitcoin for a while. But yeah, this is huge. I, I, so I think this is, uh, this is good for crypto. What about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. As I said, it, you know, to, the more you can get big individuals or organizations, you know, talking about it, you know, in, in a positive manner. Yes. That, uh, that means they're jumping on the uh, crypto train. Yes. Definitely. And that, that's a good thing, I think. And, you know, regulation, not over regulation, but regulation is definitely good for the industry, I believe. Well, do you want me to read one of these uh, articles? How about that? Are you? We'll go yeah. Forth. Yeah. All right. Listen, go for it. I found one here. It's Snoop Dogg. He's going to promote <laughs> Ripple at an invite only event in New York City. Snoop okay. Who would have thought I mean, he's into crypto? I, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have guessed it. But, I mean, you know, I think that's great. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. And, in fact, yeah, that's coming up. So, uh, you know, people uh, on May 15th. So if you're a big Snoop Dogg fan, you need to uh, – you have to be in the New York area. You might want to sit in on this. Uh, you know, but that's just another celebrity, you know, getting involved with that. And I'm sure it's going to be a real nice, uh, nice event for sure. It uh, just says Ripple is hosting a VIP gathering dubbed XRP Community Night in New York City on May 15th with a performance by Snoop Dogg. So uh, get I think that's now. huge. It's, actually, it's, it's an invite only, by the way, but okay. a Twitter contest will run, which participants can buy for 10 tickets. One of them was on April 26th. And, oh, wow. Uh, and then on May 2nd. Yeah, so you can they can jump on that So right now. So uh, they should get involved with that just as soon as they can. So. Uh, Def- and, and hey, just to go into that, I actually read, read, read an article, I think it's here in the same article, it says that it's not the first time an actual a celebrity has delved into the crypto and promoted it. It says here, singer Lionel Richie recently appeared in a Super Bowl television ad promoting Bitcoin Hello? features. <laughs> That's great. Former Liverpool yeah. soccer star Michael Owen launching his own, own token. Eris and reality TV wow. star Paris Hilton endorsing ICO Lydian coin last year. Wow. wow so uh, definitely the uh, uh, Hollywood is uh, biting in on this uh, Bitcoin, you know, in this uh, crypto coin industry. That's exciting. You know, Super Bowl ad is what gets me because, you know, that's very expensive. That's huge. To have Lionel Richie, you know, appearing in that ad. That's incredible. So I, uh, I'm going to have to Google that and find it on YouTube. I think they did a little study about uh, for some people, and they asked, "What would you rather see? What do you watch the Super Bowl for? The Super Bowl or the commercials?" And I think there was like a huge amount that said the commercials. You know, they literally just wait yeah. to see what companies have put out that year. So I, I think that's great. And um, here at the bottom of the at, at bottom of the article, and this is delving into to my news article, my news story. It says the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission busted a high-profile ICO scam earlier this month, which was backed by boxing champion Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled. <laughs> so I guess even rappers and boxers are getting into this, besides Snoop Dogg, apparently. So this is 
It's big. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. Busting a scam like that and to have Floyd Mayweather in there, I'm thinking, you know, is this how he finally gets knocked out? You know. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's ever knocked out Floyd, and I want to see it happen. I hate to say it, but I, I pretty boy to. Floyd. I gotta say, he's doing his thing. So yeah. let's go on to the third uh, story here. SEC bus fraudulent ICO endorsed by Floyd Mayweather founders defrauded 32 million. Okay. Says here, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission charged two co-founders of a supposed financial services startup with organizing a fraudulent initial coin offering. The SEC says the co-founders of Centratech Inc., Sorab Sharma and Robert Farkas, were arrested and charged after raising $32 million in unregistered investments through a CTR token. Okay, so let me speak about this for a second. So I actually I research ICOs different companies coming out in the industry regularly. And I have a bunch of people that follow me in the industry and I get a bunch of news. And I actually read about this company before I found out it was a fraud. I actually looked at their website. I researched what they were doing. I read their white paper. And I got to tell you, Jim, I was skeptical from the gate. And I know this is after the fact, whatever. People can say, yeah, I'm saying this after the fact. But I'll tell you what. Going on here in the story, it later on says in the article, according to the SEC, Sharman Farkas claimed the company would offer a variety of financial products, including a debit card backed by Visa and MasterCard, which users could instantly convert cryptocurrencies into U.S. dollars and other legal tender. Now, you know, just stop yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Jim. I was just going to say that's where the, uh, the, the old thing sounds too good to be true kicks in. Exactly. Know? Exactly. And that's that's probably, because is that what you, is that what gave you your red flags? It did, and I'll explain why. It's just because right now the way financial institutions are treating cryptocurrency, they're not too favorable. I mean, our company, Digital Currency LLC, we had our PayPal account blocked for accepting payments for cryptocurrency. There's also tons of banks that stopped allowing people to use their debit or credit cards to buy cryptocurrency from, you know, so they haven't been too friendly. With the cryptocurrency world, so when I heard because PayPal, PayPal looks at at crypto as just an, a competitor. Right. I publicly, they're not saying that. Publicly, what they're saying is it's too risky right now because the fluctuations in price. They're scared. For instance, if you, as a Visa customer, go ahead and buy cryptocurrency at its high, let's let's give an example. Bitcoin, let's say it's a thousand dollars, and that's its high. And you bought, and then it drops to half the value, 500. You might go ahead and try to cancel that charge or not want to pay. So uh, for those okay. reasons, they believe it's too risky, and they're not allowing payments. That's their official reasoning. You know what I mean? So I'm sure they have. I'll you know, that, that reminds me because you used to be able to you you go buy lottery tickets. You had to pay pay cash, and they wouldn't let you use a card. That's because people would <laughs> dispute. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, hey, I oh, I lost. Hey, I, 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 I want to pay that charge. But by the way, now, as of about a month ago in the Midwest, anyway, I noticed they say you can now pay with card for lottery wow. tickets. So they're see something's changing. Yeah, so they're making it easier around. for you to lose your money mm-hmm. in a lottery. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm a skeptic. No, I actually no. <laughs> but yeah, so what I got to tell people is when. When I saw that, okay, it seemed like a brilliant idea, but I read the white paper. There was no substance behind it. They had no partnerships. They didn't have anything listed. Even their founders and everything seemed a little shady. There was no history behind them or, you you know, it just, it didn't seem on board. So 
before I decided to invest in that CTR coin, I wanted to see a partnership or something come to fruition. You know what I mean? But right. sure enough, it was a scam. It seemed too good to be true. It was a beautiful website, but they had nothing on the ground. They just had a plan. So, yeah, I think that's uh, bad and good for crypto. That, that, that leads into this uh, next article, by the way, because okay. I'll read this real quick because it sure. kind of goes into that where the, the headline reads, New York tells cryptocurrency exchanges to be more transparent. That's, and, uh, yeah. It re- yeah, it reads on cryptocurrency exchanges need to be need to make transparency a greater priority. The New York Attorney General's office said on Tuesday and for the New York Attorney General's office, I mean, obviously they're they're watching them. You know, and there wasn't more transparency. Oh, yeah. And probably this is playing off the back of, you know, you know the article you just read, you know, about uh, the scam. So but that, that I, I think transparency is a good thing. I do too. And and I actually read that article, and just like you said, they they went ahead and they sent out a letter to 13 of the exchanges in the U.S., inclu- including Coinbase, and they requested basically to know about their AML and KYC procedures. And for for those that don't know. AML is anti-money laundering, and KYC is know your customer. So I think that's a good thing. I, I think that they went ahead and said, hey, guys, we want to know what you guys are doing to keep your customers safe, first of all. Also, make sure that what you're doing is, is up to par and on a legal status, on a legal. So I thought I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Let's see if we can get uh, our special guest on the line. Okay. Hello. Hey. This is Dr. Evil. Hello. Is this the coin gorilla? Yes, <laughs> it is. Oh, boy. I finally have made it. I am on with the coin gorilla. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mr. Evil. How are you doing? Haven't heard from you it's in a Dr. while. E- it's, it's Dr. Evil. Thank you. I'm sorry. Me. I didn't mean to butcher your title. Get there. it right. Zip it. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> What is, what, what is a coin gorilla anyway? What is a coin gorilla? Well, the coin gorilla is I'm a gorilla in trading, and I, I love cryptocurrency, so I, I put the two together, and, I, and now they have created the coin gorilla. You know, you've got to be careful because I was going to hold the world hostage for one million <laughs> crypto one coins. One million coins. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and they laughed at me. I don't know why. Hey, those million coins can be worth more than a million dollars if you get the right coins. You know, you know, Jeff, I'm I'm a little sad. My my mini me passed away recently. Did you hear that? I did. I'm very sorry about that. He definitely yes, won't yes. be missed. Oh, he he's going to be missed. Now I, I have to. Now I just have to put up with Scott, my idiot son. So, oh. um, <laughs> I, I I need a new mini me. How tall are you, Jeff? I'm about five seven. That won't do. That won't do. <laughs> we well, listen, I've got to get. I, I've got to get back to my evil lair. Fat bastard is coming over and we're ordering pizza. Oh so, my god! Listen. I can't wait. Okay. Hey, thanks for letting me hang with the coin gorilla. Thank you, Doctor Evil. It's a pleasure speaking. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. All How right, let's go. Let's. It's it's time to move on to fact or fiction. Fact or fiction, putting your knowledge to the test. All right. Here we go. All right. So fact this or fiction, is, uh, people. Yeah, uh, let them know. Fact or fiction, this is this is a kind of trivia segment where we'll go ahead and ask you, ask you some things. 
true or false, uh, make your own assumptions, your own decisions, and uh, yeah, hope you have some fun, learn some things. All right. All right, here we go. Bitcoin. Crypto wallets can get hacked. True or false? <sighs> you know, after uh, learning from the first two episodes and halfway through this episode, I'm going to have to say that they cannot be hacked. Sort of. So that's, that's very good. That's, it's, uh, I would say that's true. The Bitcoin wallets itself are very difficult to hack. What, what they do is they run off amazingly crazy, intense math problems that like compu- supercomputers probably couldn't solve as of now. But as everyone knows, things can happen. But yes, your, your coins can get hacked off an exchange. If you give your secret pass key, then someone could take your coins, but someone actually hacking into your wallet and taking your coins, I would say that's uh, false. They can't. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's good to know. All right. I've got one for you here. All right. That is, uh, it's not as uh, you know, intellectual as yours, but here we go. Did George Washington wear wooden dentures? <laughs> True or false? True or false? That, uh, I'm going to say false. False. All right. Let me read this little article to you. Next to the cherry tree legend, yeah, uh, the story that George Washington wore wooden dentures arguably remains the most widespread and enduring myth about Washington's personal life. While Washington certainly suffered from dental problems and wore multiple sets of dentures composed of a variety of materials, including ivory, gold, and lead, wood was, wait for it, never used. <laughs> now we know. I, I would hope not, because I think that would be pretty weird to have some wooden teeth. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I've, I've, you know, I always, I'll be honest with you, I always thought he did have wooden. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I literally, I've that, heard of that. I, I think I heard that when I was a kid that he used to like uh, chew walnuts uh, just right off with the shell, and that's how he lost his teeth, and that he wore some kind of wooden teeth. I think I've heard that somewhere. Well, it, it blew me away to read this that it's you know uh, not not true. So may, may, maybe know. that'll show up. Yeah, maybe that'll show up in uh, you know a, a movie here. You know the National Treasure movies. Oh, that'll be great. Hey, that would be great, man. This. Let's see if we can yeah. pitch that. I, I'll go on to one for you. I have one for you. One of President Trump's financial advisors and part of his administration is a huge cryptocurrency blockchain supporter. Hmm. You know, I'd have to say, I don't think Stormy oh, is no. a financial advisor. So, uh, <laughs> I think she's giving um, some other hmm. advice, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> At 130K, you think she invested it in crypto? She might have if she was smart. Yeah, if she, she was did. smart. Hey, Stormy, yeah, call the smart. coin gorilla. We can get you hooked up. <laughs> Bit cash. Yeah, so. Well, let's see. I, I tell you what. He's got some out there people that are around him. And I have to say, yeah, there's got to be one out there that is uh, a huge crypto supporter. Well, you thought that's right. My final an- that's my final answer. I'm right? True. It is true. U.S. Senate. Confirms Bitcoin supporter Mick Mulvaney is Trump's budget director. That's a huge position. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, the United States Senate has confirmed Republican Mick Mulvaney, a South Carolina Republican and a longtime Bitcoin supporter, as President Trump's 
budget director, a positive signal for Bitcoin. Mulvaney has a reputation as a fiscal hawk and is expected to play a key role in the administration's plan to make changes in Washington, D.C., according to the New York Times. Okay, people, so, you know, this is, this is huge, I believe. According to the failing New York Times. It, yes, but failing. It's, it's, paper. but that name, New York Times, <laughs> you know, they, oh, they yeah. can't just yeah. come up with fake news and put it out there, you know, like half no, of these internet no, troll stories. So, I mean, coming yeah. from the New York Times, that's huge. We know that's it's impressive. true. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure we can watch the Senate hearings, and if we want to go to bed, we can turn it on, and we'll go right to sleep watching that. But I'll take the New York Times yeah. word for it, you know? And, and by the way, the, the New York Times is not failing. It's their their, their uh, subscribership people are, is up big time. So I just want to throw that in there. But, yeah, uh, definitely I believe that he's got a crypto guy out there, uh, absolutely. And it's kind of good to know that, you know, Get somebody keeping an eye on the on the future like that, and not just trying to make America wink wink great again. You know, I don't yes. When, when when they said that, they were talking about crypto. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it, yes. It, uh, it, so, but that's good news. I think it's actually huge because that's good for the industry. While there's a lot of lot of uh, local municipalities and and different governments all over the world negative towards crypto. South Korea, Japan. There's been a few other. But this is, I believe, a positive thing for crypto in the U.S. And well, I'm, you know, proud to be here. You no, know, uh, Coin Gorilla, looks like we're wrapping up the show here. Okay. Do I have any closing remarks you'd like to lay in about what's happening in the future? Yes, I just want to tell everybody thank you. I hope everyone loved the new layout. We're trying to make it fun and keep it informative. Also, I got some great news, Jim. Actually, just we got our first interview coming on the show soon. It's going to be the co-founder of Wikipedia and CIO of Everipedia, Larry Sanger. So I think that'll wow. be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> so I'm real excited about that. Off class. Uh, what about you, Jim? Anything <laughs> coming up for you? Oh, gosh. I'm just going to be uh, dusting off some voices and, you know, I got uh, some appearances I'm going to be doing, private stuff, but I uh, hope to get back out on the comedy circuit soon and you know, I, as I said in a previous show, I'm going to get you up on a stand-up comedy uh, stage someday. So that would be uh, get ready. That get would ready. be great. It'll be terrifying, but that'll be great. <laughs> That's for sure. So, well, listen, you have been listening to Cryptocurrency Now, the podcast, and uh, I'm Jim Heath. Yes, and I'm the Coin Gorilla Jeffrey Baton, and thank you everybody for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us and comment on Twitter at CoinGorilla1. Register now at CoinGorilla.com and tune in next week for another episode of Cryptocurrency Now.